0: Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. right?
1: Yeah. And they're the cra- going to the, feel but the that crazy part is that I didn't think that that's where I was.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that's
1: the part, that's the part that's the most
0: like eye-opening, <laughs> radical Ridic- honesty, rid- but that's ridiculous. But ridiculous. See, ridiculous. Yeah. But I think yeah. it comes back to, um, being radically honest with yourself and yeah, making choices of like, okay, it's not my fault. It's not my trauma. But what is going on here, right? Why am I, why do, like, I had a look at my life. I'm like, Jesus, I have everything I ever wanted. And I'm still not happy. Like, this is crazy, right? Yeah. And just be yeah. radical, not like, I need I need to read another book. I need to do more breath work. I, like, even I need to pray more. Like, whatever those modalities are, it's just like, I think the Christ consciousness comes with the stillness, of life right and the being able to sit with yourself and be just like watch it go by oh yeah (laughs) okay that wow that was pretty crazy and then you have that clarity and that inner peace to then show up in service and light to your community however you want to label it right and I think that's what comes across um when you're looking at the i want to say the this the hurtness right Mm -hmm. i don't want to say the darkness because it's hurt right it's hurt that when you're in these spiritual communities religious communities um you're in a political party you're on the side of color of skin whatever it is and you it's all hurtness if you're still you know attacking each other or judging people you know like that's the last thing you should be doing in your community Be like well go check your trauma, you know, or you should have prayed harder. Maybe you don't. Well, yeah.
1: And I think it's like, that's why I'm so honored to even have this conversation with you because I've been afraid like are people, but I will tell you the everyone has been so gracious and like, so loving. And it's like, this is, this is my journey. Right. And, and I respect where everyone else is at. And there is, you're so right. There's all the hurt and the trauma. And the other thing is that somehow someone's experience is offensive to your experience. Mm -hmm. It's like your experience is your experience. My experience is my experience. And I'm gonna gonna love you and I hope you will love me, you know, like either way that we can still come together and have conversations, even if we don't see totally eye to eye on things. But I Mm -hmm. think it's like, we're so... Um, obsessed with everyone having to think the same way or we do have the same opinion as we do. And if they don't, we're just outraged. And I think that that just causes more and more division that puts us in silos filled with people who just will only tell, you know, that only think the same thing as you think.
0: And how boring is that? Yeah. And how like like, destructive is that? I mean, that's literally how world wars happen. Totally. Right. And if you're not, I mean, this is why I wanted to start this podcast too. If you can't have honest conversations and push the conversations forward on sticky topics, then the repression of of maybe a more peaceful life—I don't like—I don't want to say truth, but you can kind of see how, let's just say, the Nazis got to where the Nazis were. Because the people who saw, like, "Hey, I don't really fall in line with that, but I don't want to stir the stick. I'm going to stay quiet and silent, and it just gets worse. You know, it, it happened over a decade, right? It didn't happen overnight. And you if you can watch history and understand how people move, you can see that literally happening right now, right? The suppression of good healthy conversations because no one wants to be canceled no one wants to offend anyone we have to know everyone's emotions and if you make someone feel emotionally like um insecure then it's your fault it's your blame right um so I think it's really important to have these difficult conversations and in a healthy way. <laughs> I don't know. I totally agree it- with you. And I'm
1: so excited <laughs> for you having these conversations. You know, it does take a level of boldness and, and going, yeah, like it's, we're also like in, in social media because you know, those couple of voices get really loud that we're not speaking up. We're not sharing. And, and we do, it's like a muscle of building. That that courage to go, you know, what, I'm going to have a conversation that maybe I'm a little uncomfortable about with, but I don't have to take offense to it, you know. Yeah, or yeah. why does everyone's, you know, like even you said, the girl who your vibe like impacted her, and somehow that needs to be coddled instead yeah. of going. Are we all adults <laughs> who like? But I think that that and and I'll say one another thing for me throughout that process, right, when things were kind of falling apart, really falling apart. It was like, my discernment was not in place. There were red flags all over. The warning lights were on, Mm -hmm. but I kept thinking like, well, this must just be something wrong with me. And if I can just work harder, Mm -hmm. then I will get this result until it got so bad. I was like, okay, like this, that door shut. And so I think, you know, one of the things just to share is like, if there is something inside of you and that discernment, those, those, your intuition, or someone is challenging something that, you know, inside of you is, doesn't align with you question that I wasn't questioning it because I had in one way or another, given my authority over to other people that I thought knew better for me, that I thought were smarter than me, even though inside, again, those warning lights and stuff were going off constantly, but because of their authority or the authority that I had given them or whoever else I had been working with in the past, to be honest with you, the business coach or someone I was following, it was like one thing to another that I would give my authority to them. and And then it would be like, okay, I'm now to operate through what they think is best for me. Yeah. And you get lost in that as well. Cause as I said before, we're all, all looking for someone to guide us. Right. Yeah. And, and I think
0: that's a true thing about a coach. Like I tell people, if, if what I say to you does not resonate, don't do it. Whether it's totally. a supplement or a food plan, like whatever, let's work through it. Let's have a discussion. I can only guide you, but you are the one who knows, you know, your body, you know, you have these, this innate ability You've just, it was just so repressed in us for so long. And I love that
1: about you too. Like I love, and I'm like, same, like I always tell people, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna tell you what to do. Like, (laughs) we're gonna dig up and see like what might be going on underneath the surface here. Or yeah, like let's do a little excavating if needed, right? But that it's your job. But I think it's like, and I think that that's a true leader is like standing in your authority, with your education, things you have, but always putting it back to them to go, what, what is it your, what is it you're sensing? What, where, where are you being called? Does this feel in alignment? Because in the end it's, it's, it's up to, it's up to them. And I think it's also so liberating for people when they are empowered with a coach and working with someone that they're empowered that
0: way to take ownership over what they're choosing to do yeah, and I think you probably experienced this. It's a scary place to go because it's down yeah. it's down to you to do it on this physical earth, right? with the guidance of, like I will tell you that when um the IVF doctors told us that we couldn't do anything about our situation, um you know, just try IVF again and again and again, I was in this kind of atheist space, but I know in that room, there was like the whole entire universe, spirit guys, all that were like, bullshit. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. Right. Like it was so loud that I, I could not not listen, but I didn't know that's what was going on at the time. Right. I was just like, okay, you know, like that just didn't feel good. Let's not do that. But with hindsight, it was like, no, that's like your guidance above you right? And someone explained this and whether it's right or wrong, I've, ch- I've chosen to just adapt this to my little human brain is like, you got to think of it is that you are the avatar, right? You are in this physical meat suit and you get to move through this life. And if you trust th- what is above you and has that higher knowledge, the your best distance, right? Like wherever you need to be and allow that to move through you, it's, it's easy. It's ease. And even when you come up to hard, difficult times, which whatever that is about being here on earth, don't know why. (laughs) Okay, but we're going to play the game. You move through those with grace. And they're not heavy, or, or as heavy as they were before when you would let you know, the ego or whatever people want to call it to just get at you again and again and again and again, right? It becomes yeah. easier. You move through this. Um, Have you read the book, The End of Religion? No. I think you would really, really enjoy it. It's, I don't think it's the best title for the book because I think it will put a lot of people off of reading it. Yeah. It sounds like he's very much like you, uh, like a Christian community, um, you know, uh blessed to have Jesus in his life and God. But he um uses the Bible to kind of um uh show how Jesus was basically a rebel and was was
1: absolutely a rebel and wasn't wasn't
0: here for religion. So I think you'll really enjoy the book. No, he doesn't.
1: Yeah. And there's another book called The Unseen Realm. And that is a story of, um, it's from a biblical scholar who goes through and talks about how we have, we've, uh, what's the word? We, when we talk about the Bible, we talk, we see it through the lens of our modern times, but it wasn't written in modern times and what the spiritual beliefs were of the people of the time and and the real supernatural spiritual stuff that was going on throughout the writing of the Bible. And for me, that was transformational I'll go, oh yeah, this, this makes sense. That was one of the huge things where I was like, now this makes sense because there is, it is this making it more kind of digestible and like, it's all like warm and fuzzy and all this sort of stuff, but it's, it's not at all. Yeah. There is spiritual warfare that has been going on since the beginning of time, since since the world was created, right? So it, this book was like, it it was like, ding, ding, okay this is what I've been looking for and then it made sense because I couldn't find as I shared I couldn't find the supernatural in the walk with Jesus but I'm like everything about Jesus is supernatural (laughs) so why can't I find anything (laughs) about it right like and then once I did it was like everything started to make sense and yeah it's been it's been cool it's been eye-opening but like you said when you start to ask be careful what
0: (laughs) um before I let you go, yeah. I want you to answer, why do you think that they suppress that information then in religion? So with Jesus and the mm, supernatural, the unseen, the ability for you to do those things as well. Yeah. Yeah, abso- absolutely. Why, why was that suppressed? Such a good question. Right? <laughs> um, this is a,
1: such a good question. I think to keep people in bondage, Mm -hmm. like if we can keep this spiritual information diluted, if we can keep people subdued, if we can let them not believe right in the, in the supernatural, in the power and the authority of Jesus, then they can stay in bondage. They can stay in. uh, Yeah. The word I would use is bondage and, and, I think that people, there's a level of people just wanting it really pretty and tied up in a little bow and that it's really comfortable to go to church on Sundays and sing your couple of songs and listen to the message that's, that's, you know, your inspirational message, but to go, you're missing this huge piece, which is the power and the authority that Jesus left us through the Holy spirit, which gives you these gifts of the spirit and so I think, I think it is that it's this, it is this. so I feel it is, we would say the energy of religion, you know, in the spiritual, but it is a spirit that is coming to keep people in bondage, to keep people arguing amongst each other, because that's another big thing in Christianity. Everyone's, you know, arguing over who's doing Jesus right, you know? And I just think it's, it's like silly. It's like it's an individual relationship that you have, and everyone wants to tell everyone. It's the same thing we talked about before. Everyone telling everyone who's doing what right, and you're making me feel this way, or you've got it wrong. And it's like it, it's about an individual, it, an individual walk. And as long as they can keep this information hidden, it's the same. It, it's the same question: to why do women? not know about the basics of our anatomy or the basics of our reproductive system why is this safeguarded information because if we knew it it would liberate us right Mm -hmm. so if we knew this power it would liberate us and so to keep it hidden what does it do it keeps us searching for these other things and it, it keeps us looking and not understanding i mean there's literally a story in the bible that i was like my mind was blown where there's a woman I don't know if you've ever heard it the woman who like hemorrhaged for 12 years okay. and the scripture says that she suffered for 12 years she had spent all the money that she had on physicians and did not get better but got worse so that's a survival from thousands of years ago right and that's still a reality
0: today easy Crazy. Right? Crazy. Um, you led me to another question. I hope you I have did. some time to answer this. Yeah, okay. So if Jesus came down to show okay. us the way, right? Christ consciousness, yeah. was it not there before?
1: Oh, another great question. This Girl, I'm, full, question. Of them. I'm yeah. full of them. So that, I had a lot of questions. Love, no, that's good. I love it. Okay. So due to sin, right?
0: So we go back to sin, but what's sin?
1: What is sin? Sin. We know the difference between good or bad, right? We're hardwired to know the difference between good. I would, I don't know. I would question. (laughs) I would still question that. Wait, do you know that
0: murder is bad? Does everyone know that murder is bad? Well, see that, I think it comes down to societal society creates those good or bad, right? Like we, like if you go to different places in the world, they have a different view on, um, on like hard questions like that. Right. Like, like murder. Yeah. Like, look at the death penalty. Some people think the death penalty is okay. But I'm saying
1: we know to murder a perfect stranger is bad. We know that abusing children is bad. bad. We're all wired to know that those things are bad, right?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So we know that, so like when it comes to sin, it's like God has outlined that above and like, we will worship no other gods over you, right? We'll put God first. And then it's like, um, you know, murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Uh, Yeah. Sexual immorality, like all of that sort of stuff. Right. And it is to keep you like, and we talked about the feminism stuff. Some of the stuff that they're leading us to believe is good for us actually harms our spirit. So I would say sin are things that you would participate in that would harm your spirit. Okay. That would harm how you feel. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So When God initially created the earth, He wanted to walk the earth with us. But then there was the fall with Adam and Eve. We know the story Eve ate the apple. I don't know if anyone, I remember sitting in church. They were like, you know, Adam was sitting right next to Eve, standing next to her when she ate the apple, right? So then there was, then, then the, okay, let me back up. God created us with free will. Yeah. And He created us with free will so we could choose to have a relationship with Him. All right. So in, in, in sin, it creates a separation between us and God. And so in the old Testament, God gives Moses the 10 commandments, right? Honor their father and mother. He gives them all the things. And then there's all the sacrifices that we have to do. So we could not be one with and close with God unless we were sin free or went through all of these like sacrifices, so Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the lamb that died for the sins of the world and was resurrected, so we could be in communion and have connection and relationship with God.
0: Well, I'm just gonna say that didn't work. <laughs> like, I'd, like in my head, I'm like, well, that didn't work, did it? Look at where we are now, like two thousand years later. Brilliant. Well, yeah, because there's still
1: evil in the world, yeah. and people still have the option of free will to make choices that 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 yeah you know, I get it. And yes. And so, and then when Jesus died, he left his Holy spirit that we could be filled with that gives us also the gifts of the spirit that then give us the supernatural powers in order to work in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And so that's the, I was like, gosh, I, I don't know if I did a good job at describing that. that no, is, no. That I mean, question, it's not... that was good. That was a good, that was a good question, but it's,
0: it's, it's yeah. just to have these if I debates, wrong, right? I, if... I
1: don't have it all. Listen, I don't have it all figured <laughs> I don't, out. And this
0: is the best. This is, yeah, the, that's it's, the not, it's not yeah. a right or wrong. Like, yeah. I really just don't think there's a right or wrong. Like for me, sin is being out of alignment with yourself. So I don't even look yeah. at it as like you if you um murder someone, you're sinful. Well, I think if you're not true to who you are, you're 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 sinning yourself, right? Like you are out of alignment with who or like adultery, be. right? Adultery would be sin. Well, right? I don't like. I I still think that like we put these labels on these big things. But what about like not? What about seeking your worth in your business or in money or like not being? Yeah, my, all those things. Those are, things, yes, those are all will... disconnect from yes, correct. Yes, being with your higher self. So. It, yeah. So I like, that's what's like, makes me just like, like, I want to have these questions or like these conversations yeah. is like, why are we labeling or why even are we putting 10 items on a list? Right. Because
1: I think if we use this vagueness, people need boundaries and we need boundaries because we're seeing what happens. One of the things is like everyone, you know, having their own truth or the own, their own, their own, their own, um, but if it's innate, if we in erase, us... if we erase certain things and anything goes that then creates a sense of chaos because no one knows then they're the boundaries. So this goes back to the woman who was maybe irritated around like your vibe. Well, that in that, then that conversation, it was like, that's her truth, Right. How do you like if any? I don't know. It's it's this whole idea of like if anything goes, where does that leave us as a society? But where like, does
0: that leave us? But you said we're innately we know these things like inside of us. We know that it's wrong to murder. It's uh you know it's yes. definitely not kind to cheat on your spouse. It's not kind to beat your children, sexually abuse anyone. Yeah, uh, still cheat, lie, murder, like all those things. We yeah, if we innately know that which i i still question (laughs) i still question if we do but if that's innately in us like right when i started shifting through religion or away from religion people like well what do you believe how do you know what's right well what's your moral compass what's your guidance yeah i was like well it's my innate wisdom that i know those things aren't kind to the people I'm sharing this experience with and they're not kind to myself and therefore I'm not um, uh, doing the best of, you know, shining God's light around, right? So I need know that I don't need necessarily a set of rules and that's why I say every society, right? Like you go to like Africa, Europe, Asia, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the society that has, um, you know, the oneness, right? Not everyone agrees with like the the culture that they've created or the society that they created, but they all have different rules. They all have different like what's right, what's wrong type of things. So that's why I'm saying like as humans, we definitely have come in and I think got disconnected from the oneness we're supposed to have and then share the oneness as a community Because of all these like arbitrary rules and well I think this and I think that you know type of thing, and I think religion does a good job with that, you know every religion like you say, is trying to do God the best right outdo each other well our our book says this our rules say this we have to do this type of thing, and so does uh, spirituality. Right. And cults and even well, yeah and even
1: with spirit, well, even with spirituality, it's like, if you can get your mind right, or you think this way, then you're higher up on the spiritual ascension yeah. thing. Right. So the, the competition and, the, and I will say that's one thing also that I really love about my walk right now is that there is no hierarchy, right? No, there isn't exactly. like This, like you're more, you're more in Jesus than me. Right. Or you have more of the Holy spirit or whatever. But I think you did say like when you were in those places, like if there was an adultery or like even something silly like gossip or stealing or whatever, it is, you did say like a disconnection, you yeah. use higher self, but I would say a disconnection from God. Oh, so yeah, whatever yeah. the language that we're using, but yeah. there is a feeling of disconnection. Absolutely. So Jesus came through his grace to forgive us, to support us. So there isn't a disconnection, right? We just have to say, I'm like, I made a mistake and, and to ch- change our ways around that. And I do yeah. think we're, cause then how are we hardwired? We can, everything can't be neutral, right? So like, yeah. we're, we're like, what's good then? like what's positive what's good if we if we if everything can be anything goes we're just going to use positive negative which i'm not a huge fan of those words yeah, yeah. but if we'll say if if all this negative stuff or sin is okay and goes how do we then know what's good
0: what's good how yeah. do
1: we know true goodness if we don't have the polarity we can't yeah. say everything that's coming i mean we see it in our work i see harm being done to women through readings they've had, where they've Mm -hmm. been told that there's blackness and darkness in their womb or that they will never have a child. Like that
0: to me is is dark, is darkness
1: and harmful.
0: Yeah, and I would say that's just as bad as a doctor sitting there saying, you, it, it will never happen oh, for you because absolutely. of these numbers, right there. Or like you yes. go into the religion part. Well, you're just not praying hard enough, you know. Like yeah. Or your faith. O- you don't
1: have enough faith to be healed. Yeah. Your faith is the reason you're not being healed. Mm-hmm. Which all of that are things to create that, like you said, that disconnection or yeah. severance from God to make us feel alone. Yes. Or our shame, or that we've done. You know, we're not spiritual enough. We're not awake enough. We're not. You know, Christian enough. We're not this enough. You know, all that sort of stuff. And what does it do? It make it isolates us and makes us feel alone. And then what do we do? We're looking for someone to help us feel better. Someone tell me the truth about who I am. And I think that is what I've really found in my walk with Jesus has been like. I know who I am in Him. Yeah. And I think that 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 piece of like, I because I you know I struggled with the idea that I had now I because I right away I was like what are the rules. What are the rules of this now? What's the and I started feeling this fence, right? What's this electronic fence? Yeah. What are the rules I need to operate in within that, like, are right or wrong? And it was like, oh, that that you know, there definitely are guidelines, yeah. but it's like going from thinking that the devil was coming to get me and going to pull the rug out from underneath me because I follow Jesus to now going, no, the enemy has no room in my life because I know my authority in Jesus. So yeah, you got, you can come, but you got no space here. Like, because we can't deny that there's darkness on the earth because look at it. uh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I was just having a conversation uh, with a guest that's in town. And uh, one of our mutual friends is very, uh, spiritual in the sense that he has entities coming to him all the time. And I would say, well, you know, is that not uh, the same as dealing with, you know, darkness just here on earth, you're just at a different level. And what is your belief system that that shit just keeps happening to you again and again, right? Like, why is it showing up? Because I would question that that's not, I would say something that, it needs to happen. So it's the same as like if you're um like a, just a regular human, right? Like do 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 um and you're you keep dating the same person again and again again. Yes. What pattern are you running behind you that you need to unpack, unloop to break that and move forward to something that you're more in alignment with or that you absolutely deserve, right? That's yeah. the same thing in spirituality is if you are getting bombarded all the time With these entities that I do believe are there, what are you carrying in you that you think that has to happen? okay. So
1: I actually have a different perspective on that. All right. And my perspective is, what are you opening yourself up to that's creating the space for them to come in?
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, what what is
1: it? But what it because that was the thing for me. And call them entities, or call them demons, or call them you know dark forces, whatever they are. They're very real. And I think this also, like a lot of that opening, our our energy up and the different things and modalities that were were, I'd say, playing in at times. Do we? O- I know that we do, but that we yeah. open ourselves up to these attacks of like, like it's not normal nor healthy. Yes. Do yeah. have a high level of dark? coming towards you. But that's another thing that I feel like we normalize, we normalize the suffering in spirituality. We yes. say it's all healing, right? Everyone's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to suffer through your healing and somehow it's normal that you have dark forces to go. In. What doors have you opened that have allowed yeah. this stuff in that you're continuing to allow, allow in. And I think that one of the things in spirituality and it, for myself is that we are naive with the spiritual forces that we are playing with.
0: Oh, definitely. That's one Absolutely. thing that's come. Yeah,
1: super strong to go do you actually know the spiritual intelligence behind the information this person's getting or the modality you're using or what you're going for healing for what is that and and I think in our it also goes into the west I think that we're like they're like novelties right it's like isn't this cute and it's like yeah but do you know and so if you are sensing
0: things around you like that's yeah. But I would still say that's a pattern you're running. Why yeah. are you running something behind that is opening you up to those things or doing the modality you do? And I would say the same thing about psychedelics. I think people in the West are getting played this card of like, oh, it's an easy way to get to where you want to go. But it's like, you don't realize that that shit can really open up things you don't want to go to. Absolutely so use your agree. discernment.
1: <laughs> well, and that it's become like these ancient practices, right? That weren't just for your weekend away or like whatever with your local shaman that's now, you know, in Ohio, like, <laughs> and there's no, no hate or on anyone. It's not, but I think that we, we, it's like, why does the bar keep getting raised? Right. Yeah. It used to be like so simple, but now it's like, are we ever going to be healed? Are we ever like, yes, suffering is always going to be a part of our life, right? There's always going to be hardship. There's always going to be things that we're navigating. We're humans. It's like, and and I will just say again, having a relationship with Jesus is not, it's not rainbows and butterflies. It's not like, oh, everything's just fine now. It's like, I still have the stuff that shows up in my head. I still have struggles with my husband. Just the root of things have, have healed. But I think when do we get there? When do we get there? Because it seems like they keep telling more shadow work is the key to your healing or more another trauma program, or you just haven't gone deep enough or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And so we begin to see ourselves through this lens of brokenness. Yeah, absolutely. Are we ever going to get there?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel from my fertility journey and from my entrepreneurship, my motherhood and my spirituality journey, I think you get there when you're tired of the bullshit. You know, you start this journey because you're tired of the way you're living. Then you go and you seek and you seek and you seek and you're like, yeah, not working. And then you tap into the simplicity, like you say, whether that is through the connection of Jesus, your higher self, the universe, the God, like whatever it is. I think most people, when they finally get there, it's from this like hyper um, consistency that we grew up in society. And then you just realize, oh yeah, that guy that told me just to surrender and just be with myself. Yeah, he was right. <laughs> like, fuck. Like 10 years later, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. You know. Oh like, my gosh. Oh my God, okay. You know, and and one of the funny things too, I was talking to someone about the other
1: day, like even in my business, is like how many programs I would sign up for that would just teach me stuff I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, am I do? and that's where you're talking about all the money. Mm-hmm. And the books, and I was like, why do I keep giving authority to all, like, this personality pattern is now going to tell me who I am, or exactly. this thing's going to tell me who I am. It's just, yes. it's exhausting. So I feel great to have that peace, feeling truly liberated, yeah. and yeah, and just feeling like it is that that deep simplicity, and going that it's not really, it's... It, like the judgment piece, it's like, everyone's walking their own walk. We're all yeah. doing the best that we can. And, um, if we're, we're able to share the things that are working for us. And, and even if that's different for someone else, like, I think that it's, um, it can be a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be so offensive to people.
0: Exactly. What's coming up for you then? Where is your, the path that you're walking now, where do you think it's leading to you leading in your, uh, life? Great question.
1: Um, I love you. Your questions are so good. I know. Um, I'm, pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good. You've only done like 300, 400 podcasts. <laughs> right. So um, I'm making some adjustments to my fertility coaching, which I'm excited about. So I'm no longer doing my visualizations. I'm using the power of prayer, which I feel like God had just showed me a different way to use uh, my gift because I, yeah. you know, see, Um, uh, so I'm excited about that. And then also just sharing like my journey with people who are open to listening. As I said, like, I'm not trying to shove anything down people's throat or, or condemn anyone or judge anyone, or just to share like, this has been my journey. This is where I was. This is the amount of suffering, uh, unneeded suffering that, but I honor it all. Right. God, God was with me and working with me throughout the entire, the entire thing, but just to share, uh, where I'm at and the, the impact that Jesus can have on someone else's life. You know, yeah,
0: that's really awesome. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that you are, there's going to be women. <laughs> we're on like the same journey, right? Like yeah, we went through the suffering of fertility issues. Yeah. We clawed our way out of that. <laughs> saw the success that everyone wants, then we went into business and entrepreneurship and motherhood. And we started diving in and seeking our worth other places and then clawed our way out of that. <laughs> so like, I think you know I said in my like you know post is like I know why I had to go through everything so I can be that light for other people who are in the same place wanting to listen and wanting that support of like that resonates with me everything over here just doesn't feel good anymore and they have someone to um do that with right because once again when we were coming up through this in the entrepreneurship the business and all that we had we had the marie folios and the boss babes and all that like drilling in come on come on come on and now it's like all of them are shifting if you watch them they're shifting their message too right and they're well, gonna and- rescue all of us <laughs> went through well, this and, shit that they- <laughs>
1: well and like I even feel the liberation for not feeling like your value is wrapped up in everything, but I've noticed an ease in my business and the things that I've been doing that are are like, I was working so hard and, but I prided myself on the fact that I was a hustler. Like I hustle, I know how to get things done. I know how to go. And I, and those, that part of me is still I I still honor that
0: part of me. Like, I still know how to get things done. You still need it though, right? You cannot like glitter air your way to anything, right? Just think those positive thoughts, just get the mindset, just do all the healing. You have to show up and build the house. Yeah, you have to take action and show But I feel like that also in the, in the,
1: the entrepreneur space, it's like the, the, I don't know. The lie is that it's not going to take any work like that. You can just build an empire on two days a week. And maybe like that might work for you, but for the large percentage of people, it's not going to work. And just not having my business be who I am. Like I, one of the things yeah. I stopped doing is telling people what I do. Like mm-hmm. I would, and I always felt like I needed to like explain myself or describe like I'm Molly Nichols or like I'm a fertility coach. Well, and I'm a mom. And then I just stopped doing that. I would just be like, I'm a mom. Like I'm a stay at home mom. yeah, Like, no, and, totally. and just like, I don't even need to tell people cause then they're like, what's that? And then you got to yeah. talk about it. I was like, it's, it, it's part yeah. of what I do. And I feel deeply honored to for every single person, every woman that I've worked with, I deeply honor the work that I've done. And I'm not trying to make light of that in any way, shape or form. It just no longer is the thing like where my value or how I feel is now, that's the gauge uh, yeah. for it. And, and I think you lose, the reason why I think we all started is because we just want to help that one woman. Yeah. Right. We wanted to help one person, but then the voices over here, just going, these are, this is what, this is what success looks like. And you're like, okay, success looks like that. I'm given all that. I've got the success, but my home life is falling apart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. Molly, thank you so much. Like, I love these raw and honest conversations. I obviously will have you back in the new year and um, yeah, go on a different topic. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on.
1: You're welcome. And thank you. I just feel, I want, you know, I feel so honored, like so honored. And I, I appreciate your openness to have this conversation. And I love our, our open conversations where we can, we can go to those places that maybe other people don't want to go to or have those conversations. And they, it excites me to have someone in my life that I get to have these deep conversations with because they're so needed.
0: Me too. Thank you. All of your links are down in the show notes. So if anyone wants to connect with you, that's where they can find you and we will speak to you again. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.